Two pastors and Tom walk into a bar, but this is no joke. It's the start of a conversation between three friends about culture, God, beer, and more. So pull up a chair, order a pint, and let's get started. Welcome to Pint Glass Preachers. I'm Tom. Soon you're going to hear from my compadres, Josh and Gabe. Tonight we discuss perhaps one of the greatest debates of all time. Men of greater quality than us have spent hours, days, weeks, nay, lifetimes discussing this very topic. More important than the meaning of life. More important than, is there really a God? Spoiler, there is. I'm talking, of course, about the best kind of Girl Scout cookie. I know your first gut reaction is going to be Thin Mints, but hey, let's at least have the conversation, okay? We're probably also going to very briefly talk about the recent developments in the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts and gender stuff, but probably only briefly. All right, let's get into it. Samoas. Yeah, I bl- I think it's Samoas too. So it's the best. The chocolate, the yeah, coconut, the nougat. To this. No, no, no. Yes. Now, here it is. Out of left field, tagalongs. No, man. Tag alongs. Peter Reese's peanut butter Chocolate cup. Chocolate covered peanut butter. It's like a Reese's peanut butter cup with a cookie. What's so better Peter than Reese's that? Reese's peanut, peanut butter cup, cup is a perfect candy. A Reese's peanut, peanut butter cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cup cookie is awesome. See, I, I think that's that's why like the tag along is just too close to the Reese's the Reese's peanut butter cup, which is perfection. And so, like, what else is a what else is like a Samoa? Nothing. I mean that is true. Yeah, they're they're unique, and I do love I do love a Samoa. They're so especially yeah, when you they, freeze they really them when they're in the freezer and they snap. Oh, Josh, they you are my Girl them. Scout cookie soul brother. I mean, Tom, I feel like we're Girl Scout frozen Samoas. You, dude, you're missing out. That's the best kind. I as soon as I yes, buy a box, no. I drop them. I'm frozen Thin Mints. I frozen yeah. frozen Thin Mints are good. Never the Samoas. I am willing to say that almost all cookies are better in the refrigerator. I put my Oreos right in the refrigerator as soon as I buy them. Oh, I've never done Oreos in the fridge. Oh, they're delicious. Really? Just, just a little a, crisp. Someone oh, just a made these a, a little, oh, it increases. I would feel like maybe there would be some moisture hanging on the fridge, get them soggy. Mm-hmm. Listen, no, this, no. Lady, this lady at the restaurant. Do me a favor. Do it. Do it. It's, it's, it'll change your life. I'm not a huge Oreo fan, though. I'm more a fan of golden Oreos. I like those better than the real classic ones. Fine. I mean, that's weird, but go ahead. Really Eat weird. your golden Oreos. Whatever you say. That's really weird. Okay, hey, I'm going to stop the cookie conversation to talk about something even better than cookies. <laughs> Our partners. Friends. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the beer thing. Oh, no, we'll get there later. But uh, that's true. That's also better than cookies. But uh, but our partners are just wonderful. Number one, uh, this is in no particular order, but uh, the Gospel Economist, man, they have been our longstanding partners. Uh, we We love them dearly. Uh, they host this fine podcast. Perhaps you're listening to this on their site. We hope you are. We hope you check out their articles. Uh, a wonderful set of writers and bloggers that seek the story of Jesus and his payment for our sins in our everyday lives. Uh, you can check them out at thegospeleconomist.com. Uh, secondly, we have a partnership with our friends at the Beggars Blog. Uh, so far, Josh and I have both written articles for them. We, we love partnering with them. Uh, Tom, I believe, is going to be doing one, too. Uh, We're not sure when, but look forward to that. 
Pretty close. Uh, I am so- like actually sitting down this weekend and writing what I want to write. Hey, there it is. There it is. Can, can you give um, us a sneak peek, Tom? What are you writing about? Yeah, can we get a sneak peek? Do you know? Yeah, I'm going to be talking about epic failure. Ooh, is it yeah. this subtitle? The Pike Glass Preacher story. <laughs> uh, so there's that. So you have that to look forward to. So check out the Beggar's blog, especially check out check out Tom's article when it drops soon. It won't uh, also, be an epic failure. Are... It won't be. Well, yes. yes, maybe. Leave us a review on iTunes. We are trying to collect as many reviews as we can so we can climb up the charts and beat Joel Olstein. Beat Joel Olstein. Leave a review. Beat Joel Olstein. Oh, beat. All right. Beat Joel. Okay. Okay. Well, that was that. Uh, that'll do it for our, our partners. What do we got next, gents? Anna, what are we drinking? Ooh, ooh, let me go. It's a seasonal beer. Well, all right. well, actually, not really. It's not really a seasonal beer, but it is a little kick of it. I've been on this sour kick lately. The other night, I had a delicious Flanders Red Ale sour. Um, yes, it was fantastic. But tonight, I'm keeping it local. That's what I've been doing lately. Chattanooga Brewing Company, they dropped their uh, – they're affectionately referring to it as the Nuga Vice. It's a American Nuga sour Vice? style. Yeah, Exactly. I, I usually do that weird German accent, but I feel like I've been drinking a lot of German styles lately, and our listeners are probably tired of me doing a cheapened Lederhosen, um, you know, imposition of some type of weird Austrian-Swedish accent kind of thing. So anyway, a nice American-style sour. It's refreshing, it's crisp, it's bright, and it's not a cider. Hey, there you go. There you go. Uh, well, for me on this uh, fine fall October with weather we're having here in Michigan now, it's finally starting to to peak over the clouds, I guess, as fall weather does, which doesn't make any sense. At any rate, I'm drinking a Linus <laughs> Oktoberfest. Um, I just had one of those the other fine. day. It's not good. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's not. I didn't. I didn't want to go into it because I feel like I'm betraying my deep love of the state of Wisconsin by saying it's not a good beer, but. I'll say it. I was underimpressed, underwhelmed, and it's not good. Yeah, yeah, it really it's isn't. Not. It sort of tastes uh, like a Yinglings. Jeez, that's bad. <laughs> well, uh, tonight I am drinking something completely unseasonal. Uh, a friend of mine gave me a habanero rum made by a local a local distillery called Skalvald, and uh, I made a margarita with it, and it is quite possibly one of the tastiest drinks I've had in quite a while. And so habanero rum with some lime, with some agave syrup, uh, over ice, salt the rim. It's fantastic. You are quite the cocktail connoisseur, Tom. You are, Tom. That I am. Very impressive. You you know what else we are connoisseurs about? Not social media. Because we always tell people to check out our Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter, and I don't think any of them are maintained except for when we post episodes to Facebook. But hey, make sure to check out our Facebook page. And guess what? I would check our Facebook page more if people actually Facebooked us. So seriously, do it. Okay. Challenge. Somebody. Somebody Facebook us. Uh, But if you don't (laughs) – That did sound – really confrontational and like a threat 
Um, if you want to try a less threatening way or less intimidating way, or frankly, if you, you don't, don't, if like you don't Facebook us, we're going to stop putting out mediocre podcasts. <laughs> if you don't want your name associated with the pine glass preachers, then do a shady text message and send it our way at 612-208-6258. Uh, and typically we, use your name on air so really i guess it's not less intimidating or less threatening because we're going to expose you one way or the other so facebook us no, 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 we're, we're going to expose you for who you are that you listened to at least one <laughs> episode or part of an episode or so in any case you facebook only got us. through the beginning of yep and you're barely yeah. making it through now 612-208-6258 Booyah, Kasha. All right, friends, uh, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're talking uh, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, Boy Girl Scouts. You tell us. Other side of the break. Peace out, Girl Scout. Boy Scouts. Scouts. Girls. If you guys heard this but the boy scouts are now going to allow girls welcome back from break this so is will it be called the the boy scouts still i don't know but this is a text literally i'm driving in my car uh just gosh what was it last week and as soon as i heard the report audi cornish bringing it to me uh thank you npr for being yet another oh, corporate sponsor audi. we are just being flooded with corporate sponsorships and so we're we're really happy to <laughs> welcome we're, We're beating really, them back with a stick. Really happy to welcome Audi and NPR. And this is the whole, you know, <laughs> all things considered. Sing. Yes, Lakshmi Singh. Yes, absolutely. Steven Skeep, you're great. Um, but oh, Steve. <laughs> I'm driving home okay. from, from the rec center, and all of a sudden on NPR pops up this, this apparently brand new uh, resolution that the Boy Scouts are going to start allowing girls. And essentially what the report was is that for a long time, now many, many years, decades even, there have been girls, particularly uh, sisters of boys who are in the Boy Scouts, who have been petitioning the Boy Scouts to allow them to become members. You know, they were like honorary Cub Scouts or, you know, maybe they take a couple Tiger Scouts. But what these girls were were emphasizing is that their, their brothers got to do way cooler things than what they felt like they were getting exposed to in the Girl Scouts. And so finally, the Boy Scouts relented, and apparently they are now letting girls in. And what was even more interesting was that there was a statement uh, released by the Girl Scouts on this same you know, little news feed that said that they were disappointed that the Boy Scouts are now allowing girls, which I think makes it even more interesting. And the immediate question that came to my mind was like, should should we allow girls as a matter of equity? Is this an issue of justice and of equity, of fairness, uh, of non-discrimination, or is it just something that is a new kind of fad or whim that the Boy Scouts finally just said, we're tired of dealing with? 
And what is the impact then on the Girl Scouts? I mean, I don't know. This is just so crazy. The Boy Scouts are letting girls in. The Girl Scouts don't want the girls to be part of the Boy Scouts. And now we've got a controversy on our hands. No, this is a this is a numbers game, pure and simple. That's all it is. The Boy Scouts are losing numbers left and right, whether it's to sports, whether it's to sheer apathy, whether it's to the urbanization of America, that we don't need to figure out skills of how to start a fire and tie a knot and, you know, figure out which bird is which. Canoeing. Canoeing. Pitching a tent. But... Yes, folks, that cackle from Gabe is a telltale sign. Tom made a funny. If you missed it, rewind this about 30 seconds. It was a good one. The, the point is that the Boy Scouts are, are losing numbers left and right. And so in an attempt to, to seem like they are gender neutral, that, they, that this is justice, equality, whatever you want, however you want to label it, they're simply trying to boost their numbers. And the Girl Scouts rightly immediately say, whoa, 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 we're not a huge fan of this because the Girl Scouts are equally losing numbers and they don't want, because they see their girl saying, oh, I can be part of Boy Scouts. This is a justice equality thing. I can do anything they that, that boys can do, which is fine and then great, but they're gonna there's going to be more girls moving to the Boy Scouts than if the Girl Scouts were to open it up and Boy Scouts moving over to Girl Scouts. They're, there would just be more numbers moving that way. And I, and I suppose that it's begs, true. I mean, really the underlying question in this is, are, are we moving to a point in history, in society, where it is just unacceptable to have gender-specific groups, clubs, organizations, uh, affiliations, etc.? Well, you know, I, I had dinner the other night, uh, actually the day of the, this announcement, I had dinner with a good friend of mine, uh, actually friend of the podcast, listener, Ed. Uh, hey, Ed. Said, uh, Shout out, Ed. Thanks Ed, for contributing. we love you. Uh, yeah, thanks for contributing to this conversation. Uh, Ed had a really great point. He said, you know, first of all, the question kind of is, why can't we have dads and sons activities and moms and daughters activities. Why is that inherently bad? And then secondly, when you do bring in a mom into a group of, of dads and sons, when you bring in a mom and a daughter or something like that, it does change the dynamic. It just does. Fart jokes yep. aren't as funny anymore, apparently. Well... Uh, we've discussed this off air, but fart jokes are always funny. And how always you, funny. And how can you truly, you know, examine pitching a tent if all of a sudden, no. <laughs> too far, too soon. Sorry, <laughs> too, too far, far, too soon. Uncalled too far, for. Too uncalled for. No, but I mean, like, wow. seriously. I mean, it's a legit question. So, what? What did Ed, is that? What that was Ed's response? Was that like? just that it's a dynamic change or did he go any further into, I mean, cause didn't you say that he is a local scout leader in the twin cities area? 
Yeah, so so Ed leads a, a troop, a group, a a pack. Yeah, pack, isn't it? Anyway. No, troop. Troop. Yes. Is it, is so, it pack? No, it's a troop. There's troop. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Go on. It doesn't matter. We did our research. <laughs> so he you know, he's he he leads a, a troop and and he said, you know, the, the interesting thing is that this is not an edict that is that is brought down by Boy Scouts and saying everybody has to allow girls in. It's actually a troop by troop or pack by pack or gaggle by gaggle. I mean, whatever it is. Like it's their decision. And so, you know, from the onset, it's like, well, do we follow this or or don't we? We either can say, no, we're not going to do it. And then we look like jerks or we do it and we kind of lose the integrity of what this is supposed to be. My question is, okay, you know, if you allow, if we're going to co-mingle and to this point, Girl Scouts haven't said that they're going to allow boys into the, into the Girl Scouts, but like, are we going to be sharing revenue on the Girl Scout cookies? Well, like, like with the Boy Scouts, you're saying? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's just he, his 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 fair, first initial point was it, it's ridiculous to say we're going to do this, but we're going to let everybody choose for themselves. Each troop, you know, decide for themselves. And then secondly, you know, th- his point, which I agree with, is that the dynamics do change, not for better or worse. They just change. And so for those of us who believe that it's okay to have gender specific activities, you know, you're, 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 you're changing that. But see, this, this is sort of well, the part of the issue there. The, the, the proponents of elimination of gender specific activities would say that there actually isn't a dynamic change. And they'd be or wrong. That, well, or that the perceived wrong. Or, or that the perceived dynamic change is an act of discrimination in and of itself. And they're still wrong. I think. I know. I'm but, not saying. I mean, I'm not saying that I agree with that. I'm just saying this is what we hear right, time and time again. Yeah, that's the perspective. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, because well, let me propose this though. Um, there's a a wonderful episode of uh, a show you may have heard of called Parks and Rec, in which. Um, Ron Swanson is in charge of this group of essentially Boy Scouts. They don't call them Boy Scouts, but but that's it. Uh, and he, you know, teaches them survival skills and whatever else. And then they would not allow girls in their little club. And so Leslie Nope, of course, starts her own group called the Goddesses, the Pawnee Goddesses. And they both have a retreat the same weekend at the same place. And the goddesses have way more fun. Like they have a, a puppy party and they eat candy and, and they do all this great stuff. And the, the Boy Scout equivalent is having no fun. They're just like sitting in the dirt and it's awful and eating baked beans. And um, baked beans, but neither here nor there. And so one of the boys petitions to join the goddesses. And it becomes this big debate about whether or not the goddesses should allow them. And they say, well, didn't the goddesses start over this whole gender inequality debate anyways? And wouldn't we be doing the exact same thing if we don't allow this boy to join us? And so they do. But then what ends up happening is all the boys join the Pawnee goddesses. I'm coming to a point here. Just chill out. And and so what, what happens is Ron then feels really bummed out because he thought that boys cared about survival and cared about this stuff. And they just didn't seem to. And they all joined the puppy party goddesses. And so what happens at the end of the episode is Leslie launches a new group, a third group called the Swansons. And these are kids of any gender 
that are really interested in survival skills. And to me, that seems to be a more logical thing than what's happened here is to say why the boy is literally called boy scouts. Like to me, it's just stupid to do it otherwise. Why not launch a third group that says, hey, we're going to do these sorts of things. And it could be nearly identical to Boy Scout activities. And it's for any gender. We're not going to be specific. Right? That's I mean, why, why, why did they not do that? I, I'm speechless because that just seems like a great alternative. Right? Just watch Parks and Rec. Yeah, sitcoms provide, sitcoms, they, they provide great insight into solutions for societal arguments and challenges. I mean, I think I think one provide great insight. Reality shows provide great presidents. Go on, Tom. (laughs) Touche. I think what I mean, one of the 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 deep underlying things here is the social constructs of of Boy Scouts and we learn survival skills and tying knots and all this kind of stuff. And Girl Scouts, you know, make crafts and sell cookies and things like that. And, you know, our social constructs say that's what a girl does and this is what a guy does. And we can all do both both things and that's true i, I like whatever that, i don't think that's the thing I, I don't think that's the thing we're arguing well, here no I, I think what this is in, no, I don't this, what what this situation is endemic of for me is i would like to see the numbers on how many sisters girls whatever their relation to the boy scouts were the ones making the appeals to see this changed because my guess yeah. would be it is an insanely small percentage of any population. Yep. And why I say yep. that this is endemic of so many other things is because it's you've got like a few girls. It would be it would have been easier for those local troops, instead of having this this big national debate about this and breaking news, it makes NPRs, all things considered, whatever, would be for that local troop to be like, hey. Jimmy's little sister is like super in to making making fire with sticks. Uh, she really wants to learn, you know, how archery and all that kind of stuff. Let's just let her do this. Let's just let her join. All right. And we'll kind of see how it goes. You know what I'm saying? But you've got this like very small percentage of of the population, the little girl population that, that has now taken it on as like a personal like jihad against the boy scouts making it seem as if this is like giant discriminatory that was it that was a really strong adjective or adverb or whatever because we weren't offensive enough yeah i know sorry i i I should have used the word jihad but it it just came to my mind okay (laughs) but you've got like a handful of little girls who like we want to be part of this and now i think even by us having this discussion it's been blown up into something that it really shouldn't be it's it shouldn't be that big of a deal but yet i feel like this is the trend that typically happens especially in conversations of of gender inequity or at least perceived gender inequity or discrimination well and yep and well, never mind so, oh, go on, Tom. i'm not sure i'm not sure this is even about re- well it, it's a relevant point but i'm not sure if it's even relevant here but i bring it up just because never mind the fact that that the whole point of Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, at least from what I see from the outside, is to raise up kids to be competent in in a well-rounded way and to be decent human yep. beings to each other. I mean, to reach Eagle Scout, and I don't know what the Girl Scout equivalent is or if there is an equivalent, but it's not just about the fact that you can start a fire or you know repel a mountain or something like that. It's that you've right. earned badges for service and 
and education and it's civic duty. You. Yeah. Character. And and that to me is the thing is that I, I agree with your point, Josh, like this got blown up way bigger than it needed to. Like, okay, your local chapter has a, you know, little girl that wants to hang out with her brother and make fires. Fine. If you guys want to do that, go crazy. We don't care. But speaks to me of, uh, does not sound overly harsh, but do you know what? Teach their daughter to make a fire a parent can take their kids camping. Like, like you don't need an organization to teach your kid character. You don't need an organization to teach your kid virtue. Like it's fine that those things are there, but if you don't like how an organization is doing it, start your own organization or just do it yourself. Like yeah, I, to, I, I, to, to put the pressure, like this organization must include these things is just stupid. Yeah. And I, I agree. I mean, to a certain extent, but so why don't we see issues like this popping up in like little kids sports leagues? We don't have girls knocking down the doors except for a couple who want to play little league baseball instead of softball. We don't have little boys busting on the doors to say, you know what? I want to be on the women's gymnastics team. I'm on the men's gymnastics teams. Like my, my kids just finished an entire soccer season and there were the girls teams and the boys teams. And there wasn't anyone saying, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. This, this isn't fair. I want my kid yep. of this gender to play on that gender-specific team. So why is it that the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts is so much more different when we, we make these differentiations, distinctions, and like literal segregations based on gender all the time? Well, I think yep. one of the yep. – I, I mean, I, I could be wrong here, but I think with sports – the the difference there is is the is the physical attributes that exist between boys and girls and so well and, yeah but so i mean you, you don't want girls playing tackle football because they're just kind of smaller you know i mean you don't want girls playing tackle football with boys because they're smaller right right you know you know, I, I'm I'm really trying not to get into a really sexist comment or anything like that. But I mean, no, but, okay, I, I can okay, understand but... why 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 there's a differentiation in sports with with Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. I can see why people are saying, "Look, th we can all be together on this." Except for my pushback is, it's okay to have dad and son's time. No, like, well, why is that bad? Well, not only that, but okay. So, as a parent, and you're a parent, and Gabe's a parent. All right. Let's break this down because you're right. You okay? On the on the one hand, I wouldn't want my tiny petite daughter Rose to go out and be playing tackle football, Pop Warner leagues with the other seven year olds. I've seen those kids; they're big. Like she will die, and I don't want to see that happen. Okay, but let's think about this from from a different perspective. Okay, if my daughter is all of a sudden because she's a full-fledged member of the Boy Scouts is now going on an overnight camping trip. They can't put her in a separate tent because she's a girl. She's a Boy Scout. Do I want my preteen or teenage daughter sleeping in a tent overnight with a dude? Like I wouldn't feel comfortable with that as a parent, even if there is the, the troop master or the Boy Scout guide or whatever, whatever they're called. Like as a chaperone, I wouldn't feel comfortable as a parent sending my son or daughter to be spending the night uh, in a in a tent with an, a member of the opposite sex. Like 
physiologically, there's there's going to be something that's there, whether or not they are actually attracted to one another. That's just like hormones, or just yep. or just yep. on a on on a lesser scale, just the conversations that happen. The I mean. When my when we go camping, the boys designate a pea tree. You know, like this is the tree that we go and pee on. You know, because we're not walking all the way to the bathroom. Like just the things that happen when you have just boys or just girls. You know, like why is that not okay? Yeah, I. So can I? I I, I literally. I'm trying to think of what's. Because I feel like we're all on the same page, right? Yep. And I'm trying to say, okay, what's the other side for this? Like, like, what? Why did this happen? Like, what? What? What is the positive in this? And and I, and I guess I just don't know. I like, I, I'm trying to think of what this is. I guess for this fraction of you know little sisters that were hanging out with their brothers and were like, I want to do what you're doing, and I don't have an organization to do that. And the Boy Scouts just being nice and saying, oh well, you can do it. Like, I guess that's cool, but, but it's not. it feels weird that that would be an organization-wide no, decision. I think it, it comes down to the issue of if you've got, you've got little girls who are coming and saying, Mom, Dad, it's not fair that Jimmy gets to be a Boy Scout when I want to do the stuff that he's doing. I can do the stuff just as well as he's doing. This isn't fair. And then parents and taking that and running with it, supporting this child and, instead of saying, you know what? The Boy Scouts, it's Boy Scouts. You know, we'll find an alternative for you. I will, like you said earlier, Gabe, I will go take you on how to camp or how to fish or how to start a fire or how to pitch a tent or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm not going to do that. But instead, you know what? You're right, my daughter. This is a massive issue of equity when, in fact, it may not really be a massive issue of equity or, you know, discrimination or anything like that. And I think that's at the heart of the issue is like we, oh man, this is gonna sound even worse, but like we shy away from, as a culture, as a society, we shy away from taking hardline stances as parents. Um, and then that trans, you know, kind of is transposed into uh, everyday life and public life. Like you don't wanna be the parent that says to your daughter in front of her, and, and then word spreads in the scout troop, yeah, you know what? My daughter wanted to be a boy scout. I told her, hey, I'm sorry, sweetie. It's just for boys. You can't do it because you're a girl. Because that sounds discriminatory. That sounds segregative. That sounds like just unpalatable to our contemporary minds. Where else do we have this true, right? Where else do we have this segregation outside of sports, the military to some degree? And the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, where else do we see a real division of um, this is just for boys and this is just for girls? Wait a second. I, I think I had, since since we are Christians and since Gabe and I are well, supposed to bring some type of theological perspective into this, yeah. let me ask you Tom if – What? See right there? I oh, said boy. Tom Ken too. Tom. Oh, my. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm so sorry he did that. Sorry, that was pandering. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm sorry. Go on, Josh. Okay, listen. So there's a little situation in Corinth. There's a church in Corinth. And the guy who started the church, one person named Paul, 
uh, received some complaints that there are some people eating some food that has been sacrificed to idols. And some who are younger in the faith are confused. They're stumbling. They're tripped up by this because they say, wait a second. You can't eat food that's sacrificed to idols because then aren't you just worshiping those idols? And you said you were supposed to be worshiping the one true God, this new name, Jesus. Trinity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Paul then says, look, you're cool eating food sacrificed to idols. Like I know that you're not all of a sudden becoming an idol. Yeah, you're not doing that. But for the sake of your weaker brother or sister, right. abstain from right. eating the food from idols. And I wonder if this whole situation is just a complete and utter picture of the opposite of what Paul would say. Here we are taking the – it's sort of like – well, actually, no. I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying that right. I feel like it's the opposite because we would say, look, to – to just acquiesce to girls being in the Boy Scouts would actually be doing the opposite of what Paul was saying. Like we're 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 not are we really causing anyone to stumble by not letting this this girl become a Boy Scout, boy become a Girl Scout, et cetera, et cetera. Does that make any sense? I may have just taken us on a tangent where the point that I thought I had in my head, now that I am verbalizing it, wasn't actually. I'm saying you may have just reversed it on yourself, to be honest, bro. I did reverse it on myself. I think you did. Um. But I don't Man. think that's right because first of all, Boy Scouts aren't the church. Secondly, yeah. this is not a this is not a food sacrifice to idol issue. This is like I I don't know I don't know, man. Maybe I just sound like a weird like conservative jerk, but which not all conservatives are jerks. I'm just saying I I feel like I'm about to sound like one. Boys are boys and girls are girls. So why not just let boys do this and girls do their thing like like if girls want to do camping and and making fires and all that's awesome that's fine i'm all for that i hope my daughter does that stuff make the girl scouts better why doesn't the girl scouts do that why the boy scouts so now the coin on this in in that in this article i read on the atlantic well, an article i read on the atlantic um it it talks about that really this seems like a progressive move on the boy scouts part but many of the critics of it are saying it's not really an idea of being progressive it's that the boy scouts are losing numbers and so it's kind of an attempt is the quote here of a takeover uh susan miller who's a uh, professor of childhood studies at rutgers said i find it interesting that now it seems to be cast as a progressive move on the part of the boy scouts it's hard for me to believe it's a philosophical change. Rather, she said, it's kind of an attempt at a hostile takeover. And so the idea is that this is actually market-driven, that, that it really has nothing to do with being progressive. It has nothing to do with being inclusive. It has everything to do with saying, hey, we're declining in numbers. The Girl Scouts are actually growing in numbers. And so we're going to include girls and we're going to go head-to-head in competition with the Girl Scouts. So Tom was right. What do you mean? From the beginning. That's the exact point that he made at the very beginning of this. Tom, did you read this article? No, I just read the tea leaves and understood what was going on. Ooh, tea leaves. Tassiomancy is what that's called. Did you guys know that? Bring in the occult to pint glass preachers. And it is forbidden. Um... (laughs) 
dude so well all right so let's I mean, go back to that i mean i it is. It, it, it's a money grab. It's a we're losing numbers thing. But yeah. but it does, and to the point of our conversation, I think it, it brings up a, a larger conversation. I don't think any three of us are arguing that, like, girls shouldn't do this because we don't think girls should be tying knots and doing boy stuff. No, of course you know, not. Or, or boys shouldn't be doing girl stuff. Yes. That, that's not what we're arguing. Right. I think what we're arguing is this is a blatant attempt to to grow numbers in an organization that is losing numbers. But yep. for us, I think the root cause is, or the root argument is, is it okay to have male only and female only activities? And I think at the end of the day, I don't, I you can't make an argument to me at least that that's not okay on. Uh, on an occasional basis like i don't want my i don't want my three boys to be segregated from girls at all times but i think it's totally okay to go on a dad and boys trip camping trip no i think you're exactly right i think that's you're 100 correct In you know that, what like go on i was just gonna say yeah and and i feel like it would be more of a radical perspective to take the opposite point of view however when we come back from break i'm going to make the ultimate argument it'll blow your mind i'm very excited hang tight i'm pitching a tent <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been waiting patiently during that break. You didn't fast forward it. You didn't play it on speed and a half or double time it. You've just been excited about this ultimate argument that I promised you. And this is it. If we're going to allow girls to be part of the Boy Scouts, then we need to allow young people to attend senior centers and participate in senior center programming. It is just not right. It is not fair that if we're going to have girls in the boy Scouts and potentially yep. boys in the girl Scouts, that me as a 31 year old man can't go and hang out at the senior center. It is just simple classism discrimination at its finest. You all people, want Medicaid. You can't stop me from Where's coming in and playing dominoes card. or bridge. That's right. Give me my AARP card. Give me my assisted living facility. I want it all because it's, not fair it's not fair hey that's a stupid argument uh i would like everybody to realize uh from a girl scout perspective that uh on an eight dollar box of cookies which let's all realize that that is a ridiculous amount of money to pay for cookies even though their cookies are delicious not for some uh, oh there yeah that girl scouts your individual troop is only making 30 cents on an $8 box of cookies. Now that's most really of the money is going right back to Girl Scouts Inc. All right. So just know that when you're purchasing when you're purchasing your cookies. That is not fair.
Thanks for exposing it's the truth. Not. You heard it here first, Pine Class Preachers. Speaking of that, we want to give some shout outs on our way out. First of all, to our favorite listener, number one in our hearts, number one in our minds, number one in our lives, Janet O'Neill. Janet, was, so was Janet a Girl Scout at, at any point? I don't believe so, no. Oh, oh well, that would have... Boy Scout at any point. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been too convenient. That would have just been too convenient. Bunch of hypocrites. All right. Um, but uh, we do love Janet. And, uh, man, just want to encourage you to reach out to us and hopefully we'll respond. Oh, and Facebook, Ed. Instagram. Because Ed was a oh, big part Ed. of this episode. Oh, Ed. Ed. Footnote. Ed. Thank you, brother. And Ed, whatever uh, your local pack or troop decides either to allow girls or not, you know that you've got the full support of Pine Class Preachers. Yeah, whatever you do, Ed, we're with you. We don't care. Or we care, but we don't. Can I get a badge for that? A merit uh, badge? Or what do they call it? A patch? Can I get something? A merit badge, isn't it? Doesn't we matter. accept bribes. That's uh, what I was trying to say. 612-208-6258. Text us your questions. We will respond. We're really good at the tech stuff. We are, we promise. And uh, man, it's great to have you with us today, friends. The Pine Class Preachers are over and out.